Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi there, Steph here, one of the hosts of this podcast. While the Muppets are kid-friendly and great and fun and adorable, I am not. And therefore, this podcast will contain strong language and adult humour. So... There's that. Now on with the show! Get ready for the best intro I've, I've, I've ever done. <laughs> oh, I, I can feel it. It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the hosts on Educating Georgia. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to dress up right. It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, muppetational episode of Educating Georgia! That was the intro. Wow! Welcome to Educating Georgia. <laughs> not going to let you comment on it. I'm not letting it happen. Where I teach Georgia how to watch a film with your eyes and preferably ears. I was doing it with my nose and mouth. You fool. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steph. I know films. I'm Georgia. I don't know film. That's not true. You know nine films. I nine film. Yay. Last week we watched Duck Soup, which you liked i okay i appreciated <laughs> i think that's the no I, d- I did enjoy it it was a laugh i liked it yeah i think i appreciated it more than i enjoyed it that's that fair this week i'm gonna be genuinely upset if you don't like this film we're watching yeah. the 2011 film the muppets Woo! i mean i have seen muppet stuff before i was gonna ask open with how much muppet do you do you know how much do i muppet how much how, muppet, do, how well do you muppet i muppet brilliantly <laughs> i have a memory of Good. there being a gonzo yes film. there was gonzo gonzo was the main part of muppets in space the most eh, of the muppet films yes I think that one and it's like about how he's finding his family yes yeah that's the premise of muppets in space it's ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) i've seen that and i've seen i the christmas carol you've seen muppet christmas carol everyone has seen muppet christmas carol everyone's seen muppet christmas carol it's a great film i I don't another one that like a lot of people have seen i think it's like treasure island or something yes have you seen i have not seen that one Okay, well, I have been saving that as a bonus episode for in the future. <laughs> for the future. If we have one. <gasps> what? What if we both just dun, dun, cease? Dun. Just <laughs> We just cease to exist. Like, we've never existed before. No. Everything's gone. Well, that's an existential crisis for not today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure I've seen other bits of Muppet. So, because I... I'm me and I'm obsessed with the Muppets... Not only yeah. have I got you a rundown of the film, I've got you a brief rundown of Muppet history. Ooh. I know. Because <laughs> so, it was a TV show. Like, that's how it started, right? It's interesting. The Muppets first debuted in 1955 in the show Sam and Friends, about a lip-syncing human puppet named Sam and a bunch of other characters, including a weird Easter Island head-looking thing who spent the entire show trying to eat Kermit's leg. Oh, Fun fact about that, Kermit, who is the earliest appearing Muppet in television, aside from the other Sam, but the earliest appearing one from the uh, later Muppet material, was not originally a frog, but a weird-looking lizard thing. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. The Muppets would then appear on a bunch of late-night shows before Sesame Street popped up and made the Muppets all childy. 
the puppets in Sesame Street are in fact Muppets. Oh, okay. But they're not. They're the only Muppets not owned by Disney at the moment. I think, unless Fraggle Rock isn't owned by Disney. Uh, they would then get an adult-ish comedy TV show in 1976 called The Muppet Show. Uh, and hey. the first film, The Muppet Movie, came out in 1979. And there are a total of 13 Muppet movies. And the one we're doing today is the 12th one. And the first Oops. made by Disney, who own The Muppets now. They bought them in 2004. Oh, okay. That's later than I would have thought. Yeah. I was also surprised when I found out 2004. The only Muppet thing Disney had done uh, on a big scale, aside from the Muppet YouTube channel, which maybe we'll talk about later, before this was a <laughs> TV special called um, Muppet Wizard of Oz, which is not good and not a movie. Ah. <laughs> mm, delicious. I remember that... Is it the latest one that's like Most Wanted? The yes, Muppet Most Wanted, Wanted is the 13th film. I really like Most Wanted. I say, that was kind of one that I was like, oh, that'd be really good. I should see that. And then didn't yeah <laughs> i like um, most wanted i think it's a fun film it's not as good as this film without <laughs> a doubt <laughs> um but it is it's a fun enough film it's got some of my favorite muppet songs in it um and some of the better cameos in muppet modern history but yeah this one is the one we're talking about today the muppets from 2011 ah, do you muppets. know anything about this film is this the one where it's like they're they're like putting it back together again. Yes, so they're getting the gang back together as the premise of this okay. film. So this Muppet, The Muppets, is a musical comedy film. Yeah. The premise is thus. Devoted Muppet fan Walter and his human brother Gary and Gary's girlfriend Mary help Kermit the Frog reunite the disbanded Muppets as they must raise 10 millions to save the Muppet Theatre from Tex Richmond, an evil businessman who plans to demolish the studio to drill for oil. Oh. Sound fun? I, it does. It sounds like a good premise for a Muppets film. I'm glad that you think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I just remembered. Yeah. Cravendale Milk did a promotion thing for a while. That right. You had to like buy milk and it got like tokens. It had like the codes on and you had to like put the codes in a website. And at the end, you got a Kermit backpack. A what? And why did I not do this? <laughs> I don't know, but I did it when I was, I don't know, 12, I guess. And the amount of milk that me and my mum... Because there are only two of us in the house, just me and my mum. Of course. <laughs> we had to get through so much milk. <laughs> and, like, I have it. Like, it's at home. And every time I look at it, I'm just like, the, um, like, the amount of cereal and, like, milkshakes that we had to get through so that i could have this thing and like if you put all of the prices of the milk together i don't think it was a <laughs> deal but it was like a collector thing so, and i really wanted to do it well of course i understand it's a I kermit know. backpack <laughs> exactly and it was like once you started it like you couldn't not finish it but you had to like and i just remember if anyone else does <laughs> like, this is just me um you put in the code and it like it was a bit like an advent calendar because then like a character would then like appear in a little window like you unlocked that character and then like by the end you had like all of the windows open like and then you got like you had to put in your like address <laughs> you've got seven back there wow so i do i do really like the muppets I, not as much got, as i like the muppets i can guarantee no, I would it say, there is no way it's anyone but <laughs> yeah i was dedicated enough to get through a lot of milk for Kermit and Animal was my favourite of course he was you basic Animal! bitch <laughs> you'll like this one because Animal's quite a big role this came after the Animal naissance of him becoming the most popular Muppet for some reason um, 
I think it's just because kids like like animals. Yeah, that's true. Because I think it is like kids are like that. They're just like hyper and loud all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the film is based on the Muppet characters created by the Henson Company and written by Jason Siegel and Nicholas Stoller. Jason Siegel. Yes, Jason Siegel. <laughs> That name is familiar to me. That is the guy who plays Marshall in How I Met Your Mother. <gasps> oh he God, also is. wrote a film called Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which features a puppet musical at the end. And oh. once you know that they wrote this film, the puppet musical makes a bit more sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, the music yeah, and lyrics in the film were done by Christoph Beck and Brett McKenzie, and it was directed mm. by James Bobbin. Bobbin. How cute. Bobbin. Bobbin. Uh, Bobbin, Bobbin, <laughs> does the Muppets, Jason Siegel, Amy Adams, Chris Cooper, and others. I like how it just says the the Muppets. I like wrote that. Real people. They are real people. <laughs> Don't you dare fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? Um, I think it's a vine. I can't. I don't know. But it's like. Um, a puppet and it's like you don't see the person who's like manipulating the puppet you just see the puppet and it's like he's like talking he's like the chef and it's like cut and he's like oh fuck <laughs> it's just like like he's a real but it like cuts with the, like the childish voice and it's like he's done the outtake and i don't know it just really makes me giggle <laughs> because the muppets are real i really need to clarify the muppets yeah. are real people they put on a big variety show called The uh-huh. Muppet Show, and then they made okay. films where they played themselves or characters yeah. mm. that weren't themselves. <laughs> They're real people. They do <laughs> okay. press for these films. <laughs> they have to be real. <laughs> All I'm saying, hypothetically, if they weren't real, the people who do The Muppets are very clever. <laughs> yeah, oh God, don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, it is worth noting that I was about to go and contradict myself by pointing out that this is the first Muppet film not to feature Frank Oz because of a joke we'll get into later. Okay. <laughs> the film, collectively, has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, which surprised me. Higher <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, or lower than you thought? Yeah, it's way more than I thought it would be. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I love the film, don't get me wrong. Of course I love the film. It's a Muppet film. Um, mm. But 95% seems way too high. Um, oh, okay. It got those because it's heartwarming and charming as well as funny and a good reminder of why we as a species love the Muppets. Oh, okay. There is another set of criticism, mostly helmed by Frank Oz, former Muppeteer, voice of none of the Muppets because they're real people, but theoretically yep. the voice mm-hmm. of Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy, others who quit because he felt that the there were some jokes that were going against Jim Henson's legacy in an attempt to make puppets a generational thing rather than specifically child-friendly. Oh, okay. So he thought they were a bit too adult. No, he thought that they were a bit too child-friendly. Oh, okay, I see. Because Jim Henson's whole goal was making um, the Muppets, making puppeteering something that both kids and adults could enjoy. Oh, okay. And stopping well, it being seen um... as kid-friendly. Hence the Muppet Show and films like Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. And there's a musical, Avenue Q? Avenue Q, yeah. That's got the puppets in it, isn't it? That's not a Muppet thing. That is an unfortunate... No, Oh, it has got puppets, yeah. So it's an unfortunate... But that's sort of like... It's similar to the Happy Time Murders where the joke is, oh, it's puppets, but they're adult, aren't they? Ha ha ha. I like Avenue Q. I think it's fun. I don't like Everybody's a Little Bit Racist. That's a bad song. But, (laughs) like... (laughs) 
it is uh, kind of like everyone assumes puppets are child friendly thing. So when they swear or they have sex or stuff like that, that's the joke. So before doing this film, I uh, yes. wanted some facts and I thought, who better to ask than the very real Muppets? <laughs> Oh, okay. So, I went onto Instagram and found Kermit the Frog and sent him a message. Hey, Kermit. Big fan. Tomorrow, <laughs> I'm recording an episode of my podcast, Educating Georgia, all about your 2011 film. Do you have any fun facts about what it was like filming it you would share with me? And he responded with nothing. <gasps> he didn't respond. <laughs> I was, Kermit is okay. dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> when you said... I know. Like... I knew you'd get excited. <laughs> but here's the no, thing. Was... That's not all. I also oh. tweeted the Muppets and... <laughs> I tweeted them saying, do any of at the Muppets want to talk to me about making your 2011 film before I record an episode of Educating Georgia on it tomorrow? And I did receive response from this one from (gasps) my friend Iona, who said, I'm so glad you're in my life, which is lovely, (laughs) but I'm not convinced it wasn't done with a hint of mockery. Yeah. But then at 7.30, I received another response from my other friend Liz, who said, this is the best thing ever. (laughs) Wow. Do you like that? That's my favourite bit. <laughs> I like I, I like that because I thought he wouldn't mention it if nothing came of it. <laughs> Thing is, but I'm now what? feuding with Kermit. It's worth noting, Kermit, <laughs> if you're listening, you're dead uh-uh. to me. You're, you're dead to me, and we're we're now feuding. We are feuding, Kermit. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, are you excited for the Muppets? Are you? Did you look up any other facts or <laughs> <laughs> I assumed they'd respond. Uh, yeah. So why wouldn't they? <laughs> you probably didn't like. You didn't think of the time difference, did you? That's no, I didn't. That's the problem. No, um, that's the problem. Do do. Are you excited for this film? I am. This is definitely my speed. I like. I already know that I like the Muppets. I already know that like it's a musical comedy. It's meant for everyone, but it's include that includes children which is my speed oh yeah you are Uh, basically a child Um, i'm basically a child when it comes to watching films (laughs) uh so yeah i am i am pleased about that and i'm yeah who doesn't love the muppets exactly so do you have any concerns aside from mass appearances by my arch nemesis kermit well exactly my concern is that i'm not gonna match your level of enthusiasm (laughs) for this film (laughs) And that when I finish it, I'm like, oh, that was nice. And you're like, it's a masterpiece. (laughs) What do you mean? This is going to be very much a, um, let's think of the best example of this. This is going to be an Indiana Jones situation, I think. Yeah, (laughs) where I'm like, what do you mean you don't love it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was okay. (laughs) It was fine. Cool. Um, With that said, I think it's time to say, do you want to do an impression? I, I was going to try and do Kermit and then thought maybe not, but you've set me up now. <laughs> you have to do Kermit now. Hey, <laughs> I'm Kermit the Frog. To the movies! That wasn't the worst thing ever. Could that have been worse. The worst th- to the movies! <laughs> to the movies! <laughs> That's not it. I was trying to do Fuzzy Bear. Who? That was the worst thing ever. Who, Who was that? <laughs> hey, to the movies. <laughs> hey, to the movies. It's me, 19... 19- 1920s Chicago <laughs> Webster Muppet. You know me? <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> okay, let's go watch a film. <laughs> yep. Oh, hey, it's me again. Warning you that we're about to talk about spoilers for the film. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's my favourite Muppet film, and I really like Muppets. So it's probably worth it. Unless you don't like Muppets. In which case... 
what are you doing here? On with the show! And we're back! Hey! It finally <laughs> happened! The Muppets finally happened! Oh, I have been waiting for this since we started the podcast. It has been I know. 10 weeks of me going at the end of every recording session. Muppets is coming up it's soon! <laughs> it's like, you know when people like count down to Christmas, like 12 sleeps till Christmas, it was you for like 8, eight weeks till Muppets! <laughs> <laughs> With the same giddy childlike excitement i fucking love the muppets and i really love the 2011 film and i know that this is probably the most ridiculous thing to have put on the list like there is no reason for me to have done the 2011 film and not say the muppet film or muppets take manhattan but it's my favorite and we're watching my it's my list (laughs) (laughs) it's my list i'll do what i like (laughs) (laughs) did you like it though I did. Yeah, I, I did like it. I thought, yeah, it was just, it's just a good film. It's just a feel-good comedy. I love, I love, even though it's like a, it's quite silly, like the film, because it's a Muppets film. Of course. How, like, dry and, like, breaking the third wall. I third wall? The humor was. That's the side. The fourth wall. <laughs> uh, fourth wall. I'm breaking the fourth wall. Like, and it's just like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think we can get the band back together again kind of thing. Just, this is going to be a short movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. Like, it is a brilliant and very fourth-walling movie. Of the, Like, all of the Muppets films are, like, fourth-wall-breaking because yeah. the Muppets are, of course, real people and we're aware that they're making a film usually about yes. themselves. So that's a traditional Muppet behaviour. Theme. <laughs> theme. But yeah, it's it's a nice little it's a nice little Muppet film. It's very traditional Muppets. There's a lot of callbacks throughout to other Muppet things, and it's quite clear that the whole way through it, they're like, well, this is a love letter to every Muppet thing ever made. Every Muppet's in this. Every yeah, definitely. Which is I think cute. <laughs> when so this came out in 2011. When would the like last Muppet film have come out? Uh, the last Muppet film would have been Muppets in Space. I don't know. The last me- piece of Muppet media that, again, wasn't the YouTube channel which did them singing songs. Uh, that was 2004's Muppet Wizard of Oz. Muppets in Space came out in 1999. I was born the same year as Muppets from Space. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. Look at me. Being all young. You fucking scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I know this sounds kind of odd, but like for us, because we've like we were growing up when the Muppets kind of were on a break, if that makes yeah. sense. Like they weren't there weren't any films coming out. We were watching old films, reruns, so it doesn't feel like there's been a gap for us. But those people who were actually kind of watching it when they came out yeah yeah, there's been like a huge gap in everyone them having so this would have been like for us it doesn't it's oh this is the theme of them getting the band back together but it's like for those people yeah this is actually this this is them getting the band back together and this is them doing the first thing that they've done in a long time yeah it's it's an event (laughs) yeah The, the the muppets was an event on the same scale as the ending of the Avengers franchise recently. That's how big it was. Both of them equally massive. <laughs> I was thinking, in the film, yes. 
their 10-year anniversary, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if they deliberately chose 10 years because it'd been about 10 years since it, they done yeah. anything. Well, also 10 years is an important one, so... Yeah. And it would have been weird to assume that Jason Segal and Amy Adams had only been had been together for 25 and not been married yet because if I were dating Amy Adams, I would marry her... <laughs> Instantly. Instantly. <laughs> but no, I mean, they could have chosen five years, or they yeah. could have eight, nine years, but no, they chose ten years. They have a relationship that is defined by the fact that the Muppets wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then it all starts to fall apart when they do. <laughs> <laughs> the only way that they could truly stay together was if the Muppets hadn't come into their lives. Exactly. Exactly. Of course, or his, they quote twin brother. Yeah, his who felt is a brother. Puppet. <laughs> his felt brother. <laughs> I think it raises a lot of questions. The fact that <laughs> Walter and Jason Siegel have the same birthday. Are um, and he doesn't grow or change. Walter. No. Where Jason does. So are Muppets born as they are their entire lives? Can they die? Are Muppets immortal? I, yeah. <laughs> um, it does raise a lot of questions. How been adopted? Maybe I don't know, but like it because he was like he, I said, he doesn't grow. He doesn't, they're clearly not identical twins, but are they from the same no. father, or is it two different fathers, <laughs> one of whom is a puppet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does raise a lot of questions. I the fil- you mentioned earlier the film Happy Time Murders or something. Yeah, Happy Time Murders. Yeah, I have seen the first like five minutes of that film. And I assumed you turned it off because it's tripe. Not quite. (laughs) Harry turned it off because I was asking too many questions that he could not answer. (laughs) Because all of my questions were like... like, Because basically the gist is that like there's a segregation between puppets and people and puppets used to be popular but they're not anymore and now people are like killing them off. So... I was like, but then just stop making puppets. They're they're puppets. Like, they're not re- like people they- who who are controlling them. Like pe- just stop doing like. And they had like you, know, you get like lucky rabbit feet. Yeah, they had like muppet feet. That was the kind of the thing. And I was like, they're talking about like how they were killing them to, for these feet. And I'm like, yeah, but they're made of fabric. Like you're like, overthinking they- it, Georgia. They the puppets are them. real people. Well, that's the thing. So I kept asking all these questions, like, but hold on, but that's and Harry was like, right, that's it, we're turning it off. Like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I cannot sit for like another hour. You're you're overthinking. Hours. The idea is that they are felt people who live in the world. They're just another species. <laughs> I know, but I couldn't. I couldn't think like that, and it just yeah. So I think for this one, even though I have those thoughts about Walter and how they're siblings, but like they're supposed, they're both supposed to be thirty, but Walter's clearly a child. Like <laughs> I just had to like ignore that. The just other to, like, question is: Is Kermit a frog puppet, or is he a puppet who looks like a frog? <laughs> oh my god! Does, I even because thought about because that. Walters come from a human family. Do the yeah. the animal Muppets come from? animal families and are the Muppets that clearly aren't based on anything what are they what sweetums um I hadn't thought about that but now that raises another set of questions because like the clip the clickens the chickens are clearly chickens yeah the chickens are chickens but Rolf is an anthropomorphic dog and what is Beaker 
What is Beaker? I assume Beaker is a human. I know, obviously, it's clear to me, personally, that he and Bunsen Honeydew are a couple. Um, oh, 100%. Um, and also, is he a melon? Bunsen Honeydew? Yeah. Not, I hope not. But, like, he could be. But there are he also talking melon. melons. Are those actual food? Are all food sentient? And those are the only ones that have learned how to speak? <laughs> Also, can we talk about how the Swedish chef just, like, flamed the fridge? <laughs> they were like, ah, and he's like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> he's gone with the uh, the Steph guy to go into the club and <laughs> himself a flamethrower. Himself a flamethrower, absolutely. Was there a Nazi in the beginning of this film? Um, I think maybe yes. <laughs> because, like... I saw, like, the tin helmet and the grey suit, and the only thing I could think that wore those were Nazis. <laughs> I think it's just a soldier, but it's highly possible that in small town, there are, in fact, just fucking Nazis hanging around. Because, <laughs> like, there was the milkman and the fisherman and... The Nazi. And, and the Nazis. <laughs> You know, just every town I, has them. I love small town. This horrifying Wes Anderson dream of a town. Um, <laughs> bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> but it's clearly stuck in the 30s or 50s. So oh, sure, yeah, it's... let's have a na- let's say I... that there's Nazis. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's roll with it. There was definitely a Nazi in this film. Okay. Why do you hate Walter Okay, so uh, much? I have strong feelings about Walter. I really don't like him. Um, he is annoying. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. He's a plot device and he reminds me a little too much of me. <laughs> 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 and deep down, I think we both know, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> deep down? <laughs> On the very surface. like at the, the very It's surface. the first thing I say to most people. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Steph. I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, you, one of your problems with him is that you don't think whistling is a talent. For a puppet. For, for a puppet. I put it to <laughs> you, none of them have particularly interesting talents <laughs> for puppets. Okay, given my that problem they isn't literally the, everything. But the whistling doesn't fit with the whole Muppets like idea because the Muppets are a group of puppets who all think they're talented and actually can't put on a show which is exactly great but Walter's talent of whistling is one not particularly interesting and two successful like (laughs) the the song is successful they sing successfully do they always sing successfully (laughs) but they did in this like this yes (laughs) you're right I think I just hate Walter. <laughs> yeah, I think you just made because I was like, he's whistling despite the fact that he doesn't have lips, which is very impressive. And yeah, also, that's why it's not a talent. All they've done is turn a puppet's mouth into a circle. <laughs> <laughs> but the puppets are real people. They're real. <laughs> They're not being manipulated. They're real. <laughs> Your own logic against you, brother. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't mind him. I think I I'm not the thing with this one. I don't love any like I'm not. Oh my god. I'm just this sad character. that my two favorite muppets got shafted, Rolf and Sam the Eagle, so that fucking Walter could have more screen time. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the plot point. Yeah. 
is a boring plot device. <laughs> uh, uh, but there needed to be a plot point for there to be a film. I that know! Would you love so much? <laughs> I love the film. I just hate Walter. <laughs> but the film would have happened without Walter. <laughs> the film was about Walter. I know! <laughs> I know that I am wrong about this on every level. <laughs> I just have feelings. It's like me with that child in <laughs> Princess Bride. Yeah, but the difference is that in the Princess Bride, there's a lot of scenes without the child. Walter yeah. is the film. Yeah, that's true. You are more wrong than me. Ha <laughs> I knew one of the songs. You did. You knew Man or a Muppet, the Oscar-winning song that means that the Muppets have an Oscar. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which is insanely amazing. I know. <laughs> I love that it got an Oscar for what is clearly a piss take of ballads. Oh yeah, no, it's not only is it a piss take of ballads, it's a piss take of the kind of song that would win an Oscar. Like <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I love that irony so much. <laughs> that the clearly overacting and like the mirrors and like looking into the window of your own reflection. Oh, that, it's very that? similar to um, the song "Reflection" in Mulan. Like <laughs> my reflection. <laughs> um, what was your yeah. favourite song? <laughs> to be honest, I liked like the eighties rock that was playing in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you had a thing about the soundtrack. Every time a good song came on, you're like. This is a good song, isn't it? <laughs> Noise, bang. Like that, but that's my music. That's where I feel happy. <laughs> In 80s rock. <laughs> um, I have... Well, my mum had an album called Eddie Stobart Trucking Songs. Oh my god. <laughs> which was a lot of 80s rock. I can't imagine truckers listen to much else. <laughs> and... That is one of my favourite... Like, that's where a lot of my music comes from. So that's, <laughs> that's where we're basing my life. I um, grew up... My dad had an album called The Best Album in the World Ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like yeah, I think I've 90s that. and early 2000s alternative. Um, and it was such a good compilation that I genuinely, to this day, am sad that it is not on Spotify. So I can <gasps> find out what was on it. <laughs> Wait, I think if you Google it, then you could just add... Make your own playlist. Make recreate it. True. Bring it <laughs> yeah, so I enjoyed that. And I think obviously I'm not the target audience for 80s rock. Being no. a twenty year old. <laughs> However, I think because this is a family film, I think this is a kind of little like, oh and here's one for the grown ups kind of Well also, it's thing. kind of the music of the Muppets sort of thing. They they obviously started in the 50s and their show was in the 70s but the 80s is a period where the Muppets had the big successful films aside from oh, their first two so yeah and Kermit hasn't been seen in the canon of the film at least since the early since the 80s that's why he's got an 80s robot oh uh, love the 80s robot and they're in a Rolls Royce they are in a Rolls Royce like damn because Kermit has money for two reasons one he sold the Muppet studio and two he has been on The Muppet Show, which was a huge success. True. But again, it's an old Rolls Royce. It's like it is an old Rolls Royce. Bought it when he had money. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was cute. Like, I didn't notice that it was a Rolls Royce until like halfway through. And I was like, oh my lord, that's to a be, frog. 
And he has a Rolls Royce. <laughs> well, they rented the car. That one was a rental. Oh, that was a rental. Because in the montage, they realised they didn't have enough space for all the people, so they oh, rented a car. And that seemed to be where Sweetums was working? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what about him strikes you or me or the writers as a car dealer. <laughs> I mean... Uh, <laughs> I had... I, I, don't know the, I don't know the characteristics of a car salesman. I haven't bought that many cars. No, more have I. But I've assumed, I, I assume they're quite suave and not yeah. stupid caveman types. <laughs> I mean, the last one that I encountered when we bought our current family car hit on me, even though I was like 17. <laughs> so, well, you know. <laughs> that's creepy. A <laughs> little bit. Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, for, mate. For <laughs> mm. Do you want to know my favourite part of this film? Absolutely. It's I that agree. Disney's first film that they made with the Muppets in is a film in which an evil corporation attempts to steal the Muppets' name and make it their own. Oh my god. But okay, but no, no listen, they were okay with them stealing, I say stealing it, but like it being handed over if they were going to make a museum. Yes. It was the fact that they were going to ditch it and they were going to dig for oil instead. I was more referring to the bit where he makes his own version of the Muppets. The Muppets. The Muppets, who are great. Well, they, well, they were already a thing. He had just. Yeah, but he hired. stole the Muppet name. <laughs> yeah. So Through a shady Muppet... business deal, which sounds very Disney to me. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. I'm trying to like dig defend, Disney out of a hole. Defend Disney, and I can't. but you can't defend Disney. They make great films, but they're an evil company. <laughs> yeah. With a cryogenically frozen man at the heart of it. <laughs> But Disney, Who despite was... what I've said, I would love to work for you. Um, please yes. hire me. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I've got opinions that I'm putting out. These aren't my actual opinions. Please yeah, no, <laughs> I believe 100% in the Disney brand and ethos. <laughs> you can yeah. buy me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> buy me. I am worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> buy the podcast, Disney. We'll only talk about Disney films from now oh on. Oh my god. <laughs> We get an email. We're gonna get sued. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but yes, you bring that up, and that is a very funny point. <laughs> it is a hilarious point. Hilarious it- and political. <laughs> I don't know what my favorite. I think my favorite part of the film is animal in, <laughs> in therapy. In control. In control. <laughs> that wasn't good. <laughs> Oh, it's better than yours. Come on. No, I've, 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 I don't. I don't pride myself on my impressions. <laughs> I pride myself on my animal impression. I think it's really good. <laughs> but the fact that Jack Black's there as Jack Black, <laughs> I think it's brilliant. That throughout the film, most of the other people in the film are playing are celebrities playing other random characters. But Jack Black is just that's Jack Black. Hey, Jack well, Black. Jack- and then then Whoopi Goldberg turns up along with Selena Gomez. And the kid from Modern Family. Oh, okay. I didn't know who that was. I was just like, and a child. <laughs> and a child. They just were like, right, we need three celebrities. Will two celebrities and a child do? Yeah. Well, two and a half. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Is it Robert De Niro? I don't think Robert De Niro was in the is film. Is it? I don't think Robert De Niro I is a cat. Robert De Niro is in the next one. Oh. 
He, he's in Muppets Most Wanted. Muppet he makes a cameo alongside Lady Gaga in the first song. Wow. <laughs> I swear it's him that's in it. I saw his face briefly, but I am wearing contacts that aren't great. So, <laughs> another old man. <laughs> um, and I think the guy who played the hobo, Hobo Joe, yes, he that's was someone. Zach Galifianakis. But I'm glad we remembered Hobo Joe because, as he made clear, everyone else forgets about old Hobo Joe. Aww, Why do I forget about old Hobo Joe? <laughs> Hobo Joe's here. <laughs> um, I love my fa- One of my favourite bits is when he's like, um, "Oh, tickets, tickets!" and he's like, five dollars, and I'll show you to your seat." And he's like, "Yeah, it's over there somewhere." <laughs> like that's him showing him. Hobo Joe is the only character to appear in this film and Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, I mean, apart from all of the Muppets. Well, yeah. No, they aren't in it. It's a new cast. <laughs> it's a new cast. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he, he's, he's I think, invited to Kermit and Miss Piggy's wedding. <laughs> Aw, that's cute. Um, well, he and the hobos did get rid of Jack the Jack Black problem that they inevitably would have had. Like, the film just brushes away that Jack Black was kidnapped and will inevitably go to the police. Yeah. Like well, no, they explain that the businessman is is um knocked on the head and starts and starts laughing and enjoying the Muppets. Yeah. But then they're like, but Jack Black just carried off by some hobos. Do they own he- him now? <laughs> no, he is king of the hobos. <laughs> Why? Jack Black I- isn't homeless. He's a very wealthy. F- Comedian. I don't know why he's the king of hobos, but he is. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, have you seen him doing the whap dance? Uh, no. <laughs> it's hysterical. The funniest thing about it is not the fact that like he's a middle-aged man doing it, <laughs> but there is clearly someone holding a hose off camera and just spraying him with it and i find the fact that there like there had to be another person involved well at least three people the person filming him and someone squirting him with a hose <laughs> that is what i find hilarious that is brilliant ah, uh, just for like a cheap pun i don't know but yeah i think jack black's one of those comics that is just like yeah i'll do that it is it is incredible like he is the only comedian and comedic actor I think could pull off a line like, I've told you I'm not done putting on my balls, and turn it into arguably the funniest line in the whole film. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I don't know. It, I think it was a right choice. Someone... <laughs> Jack, like, basically is a Muppet anyway. Like... Oh, yeah. I have problems with him because he's um, a little too animated for my tastes and my general comedy thing. I, horribly ironic given who I am as Sorry, a comedian I... and actor. <laughs> not have picked up on sound but i made a mm, face just immediately when you said that because i don't think i've ever met anyone as over the top as you (laughs) (laughs) but um uh, he always plays the same character uh not like me at all (laughs) not at all like you (laughs) but i think come back to you hate yourself (laughs) (laughs) in this film He's perfect because if someone told me that Jack Black was a felt creation with Jim Henson's hand up his ass, I would believe you. I mean, Jim Henson is dead, so probably someone else, but... <laughs> oh no, sorry. My intercom's ringing. I'm going to have to pause this. Oh shit. We'll be back. <laughs> what a wonderful little break that was. Sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, uh, what were we talking about before you fucked off to get a parcel? <laughs> uh, we were talking about Jack Black. Jack Black, a man who I believe is a puppet. <laughs> yes, you were like, if he, if I, if I found out he was an actual puppet, I would 
not not be surprised. surprised. No. Um, I think someone told me in conversation. <laughs> someone. Wow. Okay. This is. I'm. All... Have fun editing. Um, <laughs> I'm keeping that. <laughs> someone had referred to Jack Black as um, a musical Robin Williams. I can accept that, except for the fact that I don't believe that Jack Black could give a dramatic performance like in Goodwill Hunting. Fair. Well, you've never seen him try. Well, that's because I don't think he could. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen him do it because he's tried and it's failed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I can't. I don't think he has the range, but that kind of happy, over-the-top, making-everyone-else-happy comedy. Yeah. I mean, I like a lot of the films he's he's done. I like I like Rock of Ages. I like that. Yes. I like Muppets. I like... Do you mean School of Rock? That's what I meant to say. I don't yep. believe he was in Rock of Ages, but... No. It would inevitably <laughs> have improved the film. <laughs> do, do you not mean... Rock? Rock? <laughs> rock? <laughs> How are you not getting this? Um... <laughs> Anyway, the Muppets. Yep. Uh, my the arch nemesis Kermit. He pulled off yep. a good performance. Uh, he very, manages to make me cry several I was times. Say, very cathartic for you, my dear. Oh my god, I love watching that guy suffer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're feuding. We're feud. It's a one-sided feud, but we are feuding. I don't think Kermit's are. aware. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know you exist. Um, like so many of your feuds. <laughs> Why won't you notice me? Kermit the Frog and Tom Hardy are equally high on my shit list. <laughs> but you secretly love Kermit, though. I do secretly love Kermit. Deep down, I don't think I can ever truly hate Kermit, even if he is dead to me. <laughs> yes, you have respect for the dead. No, I, yeah, the film... What I was going to get to was that the film does make me cry a lot. I've never watched the film without crying. I did it this time. I... Truly cried. Um, yeah. And the last time I watched it before this, uh, I was very hungover, admittedly, and sang along to Pictures in My Head, my personal favourite Muppet song, and genuinely had tears streaming down my face the whole time. Like I was singing along to some Adele concert at a, at a live show. <laughs> <laughs> I did not cry. Oh, good for you. You uh, emotionless yeah. monster. That's the thing. I cry a lot. I just haven't... No, tell a lie, I cried at Billboards with his suicide note, but I you haven't did. cried at all through this. No. I, depending on what films we've got coming up... I think I next week do. you're liable to cry. Not next week, week after. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know what it is yet, though. I'm not telling you. Because no. if I tell you, you're never going to come back to the show. <laughs> oh, don't scare me away. <laughs> kind of. I know that there are horror films coming up, and that you've gone, oh yeah, no, these are genuinely terrifying. Like, you you will cry. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think you'll cry at horror. I think you'll just um, be emotionally broken afterwards and unable to feel. <laughs> cool. Anyway. Can't wait. The Muppets. The they Muppets. Make me feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> because you have no emotions. I think one of the, the beautiful ha- things about the Muppets is that they are so emotional. Kermit, yeah. the amount of emotion you can show with a hand in a... Do you know what? I had the exact same thought when I was like watching him sing and I was like, how can so much emotion come from felt? Like, how, how is that possible? Well, because they're real. <laughs> Absolutely. Point taken. 
I do think it is very clever and I do think it is very emotional because although not all of us have a massive show that's broken up and then we're trying to put it back together but I'm sure most of us if not all of us have got a few people or person that we don't talk to anymore that there's no kind of real reason that we don't talk to yeah. them anymore it's just for, kind of for me it's all of my apart. friends who I don't do a podcast with <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> because I don't talk to people and <laughs> unless you do a podcast. <laughs> unless I do a podcast with them. <laughs> and may I say I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> to be the only friend I talk to, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think you're right because it is it's simultaneously a oh, is it like the the Muppets are great and remember why we love the Muppets, but also a remember that guy you went to school with. Yeah. Who you haven't spoken to in years. Give him a call. Remember your gran. Phone your gran. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I keep in contact with my gran, but... We'll okay, see. I don't. I've only, got, I've only got one to keep up with, so like... Yeah, I have three. <laughs> uh, I don't even have two parents. So <laughs> <laughs> your your um, mum's worried about you. Phone your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Phone all the time. Um, yeah, so I do think that that is quite a nice message because I, I I genuinely was sat there thinking do you know what there are people I like yeah went to college with who I haven't spoken to in a while and yeah maybe I should like maybe, <laughs> maybe I should just like give them a text or whatever make sure they're alright so have you we had a long break in between uh, watching the film and recording you had time did you text any I, of them I, I didn't because well, I was well that's because you're a shit person <laughs> I mean I didn't know how long the break was going to be I didn't want to start a conversation with someone and be like sorry I'm recording a podcast and something to hang on um, <laughs> yeah and the party of one oh party of one is simultaneously hilarious and then heartbreaking at the end when Amy Adams yeah. is like no, I'm on my own. <laughs> yeah. Also, she appears to be the only other person who uses thesauruses for arguments, aside from me. <laughs> Your kindred spirits, you have to get married. <laughs> this is why she's my favourite actor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I like how she takes it with her. <laughs> she leaves the room with she the thesaurus. storms out also, with the thesaurus. Okay, either the hotel had a thesaurus... She yep. bought a thesaurus, or she brought a thesaurus with her on the holiday, and I all three of those are ridiculous. <laughs> I think that if she's using thesaurus... Try again. <laughs> if she's using thesauruses as part of her argument, I reckon she's done it before, and she's brought that with her. I mean, to be and fair, I, I don't tend to look at this film for reality. To me, this is just a whimsical film where ridiculous things happen for the sake of whimsy. Like, in no other film is someone going to have an argument via thesaurus, aside from the yeah. my, my, my life as a film, based on a true story Oscar bait film about me. It'll win massive awards. Oh, yeah. At least mm. best actor for, I assume, the only person who could truly exemplify me, Michael Sarah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if I knew who that was. <laughs> oh, it's a hilarious joke. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, It's quite sad when you realise. If you again, if you knew who he was, it's quite sad when you realise that the only person who can play you is Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever met anyone, and I'd be like, "Yeah, you do a good me." <laughs> 
I'm the only one who can do me. Friend of mine says Noel Fielding could be me. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, that is a compliment. I, exactly. <laughs> Noel Fielding is lovely. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Kid, you're adorable. <laughs> um, uh, Muppets? <laughs> Muppets. No feeling should have been in the Muppets. I reckon in a future Muppet film, because he's in the Lego Movie 2. Wait, what? Yeah, he's in the Lego Movie 2. He plays um, a vampire. Of course he does. <laughs> I think he plays the vampire in the Muppet Movie. In uh, Lego Muppet Movie 2. Movie. He's not in the Muppet Movie. That is in the <gasps> 70s. I don't believe he had a career at that point. <laughs> Possibly not. <laughs> when was IT Crowd? <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot Miss Piggy did karate yeah every time Miss Piggy does karate and anything I'm like oh yeah she hires oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that's a plot point I remember that's that. interesting fact about the karate thing is that's actually why Miss Piggy is a main Muppet so she was originally just a pig in, a, in an ensemble of pigs and the joke was that she was a fashion she was like a, a fashionista pig and she wanted to be a star um, but she was never meant to be like Kermit's love interest or a big member of the Muppets until Frank Oz who at the time wasn't the only person voicing her ad-libbed a hi-ya, and she then became one of the main Muppets. Oh, wow. Yeah. All from a hi-ya. All from a hi-ya. I liked when they're kidnapping Jack Black, <laughs> and their names come up. <laughs> I love that, because <laughs> for Swedish chef, it's just chef. And <laughs> yeah, well, that's his name. He's just from Sweden. Are you sure that he was not christened Swedish chef? I'm fairly sure. English Webby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, though, that his name is Chef? Because that's ridiculous. <laughs> Somehow that's well, more ridiculous than him being a bloke named Swedish Chef. <laughs> I... maybe. Also, are... does he come from a family of chefs? <laughs> I... maybe he comes from a family of singers. And he's the black sheep of the family because he is a kook. Well... The interesting thing about him that really throws the whole Muppets canon into, into disarray is obviously none of the Muppets are particularly good at being stars. Aside from Walter, who's, for some reason, some sort of... I argue they are good singers. Okay, anyway... <laughs> Make your point. Swedish Stop. chef is a terrible chef. So why is he a yeah. fucking chef? <laughs> His spaghetti keeps escaping. <laughs> There's several fucking skits of him trying and failing to cook. Or using takeaway or tinned food to get away with not being a good chef. And like, <laughs> he was hired to be a chef! <laughs> and in other Muppets media, he's still a chef. In the Muppets show that came out after this film, a show about a mockumentary that I'm pretty sure is meant to be a real documentary about a talk show Miss Piggy has, he is the food guy! <laughs> but his food is alive! <laughs> I don't want to eat! The Swedish chef's food! <laughs> uh, just want to incinerate it in a fridge. It's <laughs> Also, Gonzo, he's killed people now. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. That was another thing. You could leave your business to someone else so that you're like... You could retire if he's like the wealthiest <laughs> toilet man. What do you call it? Plumbing... Magnate, I believe it was. <laughs> plumbing magnet. You could... You could you don't have to blow it up with people inside, <laughs> he is, Gonzo. Gonzo is, um, obviously he does death-defying stunts. That's not death-defying for the people within the building, Gonzo. No, that's just 
also, he's planned that. There's C4 in that building <laughs> since it was erected. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's definitely built the building with exploding it in mind. Oh. Which brings to question why he was so quick to dismiss the other pup, the other Muppets when they came to try and convince him to do the show. And Camilla had to convince him. <laughs> Maybe... It's just because he's committing tax fraud so that it was just at a moment's notice he could just, like, blow it up. There's no evidence and escape to live in Mexico. <laughs> That's my theory. Yeah, because he won't stick out being the only Gonzo. <laughs> he will go to the only place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Spice! Spice! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's perfect. There we go. We've worked it out. We've worked it out. It's fine. Also, if he's been wearing his um, Gonzo outfit, his stuntman outfit under his... Leotard. His leotard under his plumber's uniform for years, that's not going to smell great. (laughs) I assume that, like, his suit, he takes it off at the end of the day. Well, that means that it's pointless for him to be wearing it at all times. It doesn't mean as much. It's just a weird thing to do. (laughs) I wear underwear every day. Doesn't mean I'm wearing the same pair of underwear every day, or I don't clean the underwear. I take it off when I declothe and then put it on again under my clothes. I assume that's the situation. Also, he's made of fabric. What bodily fluid is he producing? Walter sweats! <laughs> and he builds up plaque because he has to brush his right. horrifying teeth. Those teeth. He was, they were like both about to brush their teeth. I was like, he doesn't have teeth. And then that happened. And I was like, that is horrifying. So, Why did- obviously, oh. the most terrifying thing in the entire Muppets canon is the horrifying nightmare babies. The nightmare but babies. Those teeth are a close second. Close second. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. I am glad that this film doesn't contain too much of the horrifying nightmare babies. If we ever get around to watching Muppets Most Wanted, there is an extended horrifying Nightmare Baby scene. (laughs) They look like Cabbage Patch Kids that have, like, gone wrong. I don't know. Well, Cabbage Patch Kids freak me out anyway, but they work. I want to know who put forward the idea of the horrifying Nightmare Babies and then said, we should keep featuring these in the Muppets. Yeah. Oh, and they shouldn't just be one. No, no, no. We will have an army of nightmare babies. Oh, they are creepy. I reckon if they could send the horrifying nightmare babies to Tex Richmond's office to get him to give back the um, the Muppets, the Muppet Studios, and name, he'd have immediately caved. Immediately, (laughs) see. See, I don't have a problem with the Muppets, or most puppets in general, I don't really have a problem with. Um, like, I'm not scared of them or anything. I understand that people are. <laughs> this is a call out. <laughs> I get freaked out by the big mascotty type things where I can't see people's eyes. I don't particularly like masks where I can't see people's faces. I've, I've noticed that after yeah. Halloween. I still have that mask. I'm so excited for you to be able to visit again. (laughs) (laughs) So, but with puppets, like Muppets, like I understand that that's just all fabric. Like it doesn't freak me out. They freak me out. They terrify me. When people say I'm afraid of puppets, I'm like, what? And then I remember those and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. Don't worry. Horrifying nightmare babies. Horrifying nightmare babies. Got it. I have another question. So obviously in puppet land, this is back to the logistics of being a Muppet. 
Okay. Fozzy and Bolo are both bears, but Bolo is far more bear-like than Fozzy. So is this a level of evolution? (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Is Bolo, like, the first bear puppet? Uh In in my head, it's an actual bear, like a grizzly bear, but then Fozzy's a teddy bear. Oh, so Fozzy is a teddy bear come to life through some horrific witch powers. <laughs> no wonder people are afraid of pu- of puppets. They come to life because of horrific evil witches. Yes. <laughs> Maybe they sacrificed a horrifying nightmare baby. <laughs> oh my god. That's what happens to really awful babies when they go to hell. They turn into them. Those horrifying nightmare babies. I mean... Horrifying nightmare babies. I am also interested. Tex Richman has two... Muppets under his employ, one of whom is Uncle Deadly, who is a gay dragon, and is one he of whom gay? Is, he's very coded in later stuff. Um, okay. He is Miss Piggy's um, assistant and fashion man. Ah, <laughs> um, and a Bolo, man in fashion. who is definitely a grizzly bear. Yes, but the Muppets are a larger group who. If they came to me featuring a karate-doing pig, a bear, whatever the fuck Gonzo is, the horrifying nightmare babies, animal, I would the go... The big blue guy in the back. The big blue guy, Sweetums. I think to myself, I'm outnumbered here. I think I need to come up with another technique of winning. <laughs> well, like, his technique of winning is... I would immediately... I have I'd be the like, law on my side. But <laughs> here's the thing. If those people all came to me and went, could we have the theatre back? I wouldn't be like, no, I refuse. Because I'd be like, these guys could kill me. (laughs) And then I wouldn't go to the theatre when they're trying to win it back, knock over the electricity and convince them that they... And then come into the theatre to which a bunch of people I have just wronged. (laughs) Yeah. Well... He's brave. You've got to give it to him. He, he has guts. To be fair, he did justify falling off a building. So maybe <laughs> he's well, come to the conclusion he fell... he's immortal. <laughs> I don't think he fell off the entire building. I think it was just like another level of the building. That wasn't the pavement he fell onto. Good point. Um, but then he is hit by a bowling ball. And the only reaction he has is his ability to laugh is suddenly given to him. <laughs> but also, it's like he gets hit in the gut falls over, bangs his head, and then that's the head injury that causes... Him to be able to laugh. To change his mind and, like, enjoy the Muppets. So, is the moral of the story you'll enjoy the Muppets a lot more if you had a head injury? (laughs) (laughs) I think that is the moral, yeah. I think the moral of the story is if you don't find something funny, smack your head into a wall a few times. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love frustrated... Kermit so much for the flailing arms and the because <laughs> I feel like that a lot <laughs> I imagine in being friends with me you spend a lot of time going <laughs> <laughs> yes I love the scene where they've kidnapped Jack Black and he's there going you kidnapped Jack Black and all of them are trying to justify it <laughs> I oh, love, I love what, that. So my favourite part is what's more illegal, briefly inconveniencing Jack Black or demolishing Muppet Studios. <laughs> kidnap. Kidnap his only and the fact that we've come to the conclusion that celebrities aren't people. <laughs> yeah, and that is I why that. I feel comfortable being such a dick towards Tom Hardy on this podcast. Exactly, <laughs> He's not aren't a person. People. He's not a person, so <laughs> aren't people. I think I think that has to be my favourite part of the film. 
my genuine favourite line is um, after they've said she has a meeting in September and Walter goes, that's six months away. And Fozzie goes, that's nothing. I wait. I once waited six months for September. No, fuck, a year for September. I fucked that, never mind. Did Gonna it. retake never it. Mind. After they've said that Miss Piggy has a... <laughs> has a... Um, has a, an opening in September and was like, that's six months away. And Fozzie goes, that's nothing. I once waited a whole year for September. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, that's... That is funny. I do... The best thing about Fozzie is, is he's funny when he's not trying to be funny. I don't know that that wasn't a deliberate joke, but no, it still too- fits in his kind of repertoire of bad wordplay because it is bad wordplay. <laughs> and you would know. <laughs> I would definitely know as I have unfortunately modelled my stand-up career on Fozzy Bear. <laughs> oh my god. Wacka wacka. <laughs> oh, a wacka wacka. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And I think we've all learned a valuable lesson that everything can be saved by Jack Black's bad acting commentary. <laughs> I This is why I have you for a double act, because you improve all my jokes tenfold by the mere fact that you are there to go, why? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just the look of, why are you doing this? No one needs this. It's not even funny. And what do you mean it can't be done on film? (laughs) We're not going to talk about chilli water. Chilli water is my greatest shame alongside thinking that Groucho Marx's painted on moustache was real. (laughs) Absolutely. Your two greatest errors in life. I have made mistakes before. I I, I hold myself to that. But I will not allow us to talk about my mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) I accept that they're there. I do not intend to give them any limelight. Now, I'm assuming that your rating for this film is 5 out of 5, because it's it's the Muppets. But, just in case you, for some reason, don't think that, what is your rating for... The Muppets. I did enjoy it. I really liked it. I think it's it's the Muppets, isn't it? And it's good. And it's but I liked the fact that it isn't just oh this is a Muppets film. Isn't this nice? There's like the fact that the song, the main song in it that caused like that got them an Oscar is a piss take of ballads in film, <laughs> and how the comedy is so dry and witty and funny. And that it does have a bit of heart. I think I'm going to have to give it a four. A four? That is honestly higher than I expected when I put Muppets on the list. I can now fully justify the fact that the Muppets is on the list. Yeah. (laughs) It's got got all good things and I love the Muppets, so of course I'm going to rate it highly. It would have been a real shit show if you'd come into this episode and gone, Oh no, Muppets, loathe them. (laughs) I hate the Muppets. (laughs) I don't hate the Muppets. I hate the French. I don't hate the Muppets. Um... (laughs) I, yeah, I just, it's, it's a nice film. I didn't, I mean, I didn't cry, but I laughed a lot, so. That's enough for me. That's enough Um, for me. So, cool. Cool. Now, now comes the fun bit. (laughs) Because for our 10th episode. This is our 10th episode. Celebration. The 10th (laughs) celebration. (laughs) The celebration of reaching 10. For the 11th episode you have handed power over to moi (laughs) and we are watching a film that you have not seen and that i have selected yeah i could have picked many many films for my revenge 
but next week we'll we'll be watching for your revenge sorry (laughs) 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 this is brilliant but like it's torture Um, (laughs) so what we're watching we are watching the fantastic Nicolas Cage action film that is Con Air (laughs) I am so excited because I know so much about Con Air I've never seen it I don't know any of the film but I've heard of Con Air I know it is going to be a shit show (laughs) action film that is so terrible it is a masterpiece (laughs) I love this film this is probably the only action like proper action film that I will watch time and time and time again because it is atrocious do you want to save this for next week (laughs) I do I'm getting too excited about Conair and the the power that I hold do you want to do a Muppet cackle do any Muppets cackle I don't know how to Muppet I can't quick I've turned myself into felt (laughs) perfect also terrifying you look like a felt version of you ah (laughs) Ah, i'm a very manly muppet (laughs) (laughs) well good (laughs) great show right i mean i thought so then i was in it if you also thought it was a great show you can follow us on whatever means it is you are listening also you can follow us on our social medias we're on twitter at hatpackprod and we're on Instagram, Hatpack Productions. We're also on Facebook. This time I know for sure it's also Hatpack Productions. You should follow us on those. Thank you, you lovely people. God, I'm bad at this. I don't like... Next week I'm going to make Georgia do it all.